Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Back here for another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts for part two of our conversation about universal truths, things that affect all of us when we get into retirement. And of course, the individual breakdown is going to be different from person to person, but we're going to pick up the where we left off. We did the first five. We're going to talk about the second five. So if you didn't check out that podcast, you don't have to in order to, to watch this one or listen to this one, but you know it might be useful to get that information as well. So go check that out at philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. Com or watch it here on YouTube or whatever platform you like using. I say YouTube because Phil and I are looking at each other on video when we're doing this. Yep. Uh, what's going on, buddy? You doing all right this week? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Enjoying ready to pick the, up? the early fall. So uh, Yeah, we are into well, middle, yeah, I guess middle of September, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's not... Uh, I guess this is early what, autumn, they call it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, for, well, yeah. we're in different spots, right? So it's different. It's in the 80s this week is all I know and it feels good. Uh, it's not 97 or whatever. It's and like human, 80. yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like 84, which is nice. So I'll there take it all day long. Uh, but let's get into our next five, Phil. Let's do uh, sure. six through ten here. We'll wrap it up with this uh, on this conversation. But uh, sure. and we covered some some major pieces. Obviously, the first major piece was income, needing income, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go to diversification of. Uh, essentials uh, for risk management, so on and so forth. Because again, thinking about income, right? So you're going to have to have, you're going to have to keep up with inflation. We talked a little bit about that. So how you diversify through the years is probably going to change, right? So this is that risk management uh, aspect of it. So if you're 30, yeah, you can probably go a little more gung-ho than if you're 60. Yeah, and I mean, diversification is kind of a, a funny thing because I mean, most people think of diversification from an investment standpoint of only you know, right. at a high yeah. level, you've got stocks and bonds. I mean, that's your high, high level of diversification. But then you right. get into when well, the the stock component, what's the you know small, mid, large, U.S. international, all the different sectors you can have in there, and something similar in the bond, short, long term, corporate, government. You know, I mean, whatever you have in the bond section. So I mean, that's kind mm-hmm. of more traditional diversification. Right. But diversification from a retirement standpoint goes way beyond that because, I mean, there's diversification of income. You know, so we talked about having the income. What's your diversification there? You don't want everything coming from one bucket, you know. No. Nope. So security is your only source of income. Well, what happens if there is problems with it? You know, do you want to lose a big portion of your income from that or a pension? You know, if your yeah. pension is your primary source of income. What happens if that pension is underfunded and the company has financial problems? You know, now what? So having diversification there, you know, getting into investment diversification, it's it's having diversification from a risk standpoint. You know, and again, we've talked about it, the now, soon, later buckets. Mm-hmm. So that's how we diversify from an investment standpoint is first by the time frame of when we're going to need it, knowing how we're going to position risk, you know, and then the last piece of diversification is going to be the tax side of it. Don't have all your eggs in the the tax deferred bucket because, I mean, even if taxes don't go up, what does that look like for you? You know, at right, some point right. you're going to hit this wall of taxes potentially. Yeah, and the and the so steps there's too. There's a lot of diversification. So you know, we're thinking about diversification for taxes, Phil, where people mm-hmm. step into things is a lot of times right. with the steps, right? Right. Uh, because they think, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm in twelve percent or whatever, yep. so I can, you know, I can, I can afford to what you know to make some moves or do some things. Yeah, to but fill up that bracket, or yeah, you can certainly get moved into the next one. 
maybe easier than you realized, right? Some right. people don't realize how close they are to popping mm-hmm. into the next bracket. And now right. you got to take money out at, at 22 at cur- under the current ones. And that's a big right. deal. Yeah, it's a big jump from the 12 to 22, you know. And yeah. what happens if either spouse passes, you know, to that yeah. surviving spouse? What what does that do to their taxes? And we've talked yeah. about that a lot on, on the you know, shows over the years. So yeah, the last couple of weeks we were hitting on some great information yep. just two weeks ago on what can happen in some of the things because the brackets get smaller and that number gets cut in half. So right. uh, certainly important to have a tax or a risk strategy for not just the, your, your investments, just Tradition, your portfolio, but for all the other pieces yep. as well. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, number seven emotions is seven out of 10 uh, emotions can be our worst enemy. Uh, as it says investors on our show notes here, but let's be honest, like we're humans. Emotions just suck for all of us. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> right? At the end of the day, we all like to think we make rational, logical decisions, but that's yeah. not the case. And a lot of times we don't, <laughs> and times multiple times a day we don't, right? Yeah, you know? it's, it's emotional decisions we make because that's yeah. just who we are. We're an emotional being, right? Yeah. Things happen and you react to that thing. Yeah, and you just got you some try to justify that yeah, logically. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you could so. have just gotten some like some news that ticked you off about something that in the grand scheme of things really t- probably didn't make a huge difference in your right. life for the day. But it ticked you off enough to the point that another decision about an hour later comes through that you need to make and you make the wrong one because you're still stewing from the prior one. Right. Right. Uh, and so it's that that Murphy's Law thing sometimes. And it almost seems like the insignificant thing that ticked us off winds up costing us when we make the wrong decision in a more important one that right. happens later in the day. And from a financial standpoint, it's, you know, it's certainly easy to get kind of overloaded and then think, yes. uh, you know what, just th- this, just do this because I, I don't, I can't, I can't think I about can't it anymore. Handle. I'm stressed out. I'm you know, yeah. too frustrated to, you know, don't understand it, whatever it is, but right. yeah. So we have to understand ourselves as emotional beings and you, you know yourself. So, I mean, if you feel hopefully. yourself getting to that, yeah, hopefully ask your spouse if you don't, cause they'll know when you're there. <laughs> they'll, usually. they'll tell you, <laughs> they'll tell yeah. you, but yeah, I mean, just realize when you're in that state and, and maybe don't make the decision then, you know, and that's yeah. frankly, as an advisor, one of our bigger roles is helping clients walk through that process. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're about to make a, a significant financial decision, call your advisor, please, you know, don't, yeah. don't call them after and say, I did this thing, you know, yeah. call them ahead of time saying, I'm thinking of, you know, what is this going to look like? You know, how does this affect our plan? Are we still, yeah, okay? call Phil up and say, Hey, I'm thinking about putting 50% of our retirement account in chinchilla farms. That's right. Uh, this is going to be the, this is going to be the thing. And don't chinchilla farmers don't send me a bunch of messages saying that it's great yeah. business. It may be, but I'm just, you know, using the example of don't take 50% of whatever and just decide you're going to do something you've got no experience in. Right. 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 Or any, I mean, there's a hundred different decisions, but just whatever it might be. Yeah. If you're, you're making a major, your financial decision, take it slow, make sure you understand pros and cons of it, ask for advice, you know, I mean, run it through your advisor, make sure if you're married, you guys, yeah. have, you know, both spouses have talked this through. So everyone's on the same page and, and I feel like I got, I got, good, then do I got it. a new slogan yeah. for you. You said, take it slow, talk to a pro. Right. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Before Perfect. before you uh, before you do anything crazy <laughs> so yep. that, you know, <laughs> yeah, I always tell my clients, look, I'd, I'd much rather hear I'm thinking of than I did right. this thing, you know, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. not to say it's going to be completely wrong and you blew up the plan. But at the end of the day, it, it's like, do we want to do triage or do we want to help yeah. you know, make it 
less painful and actually work. So yeah, there was a there was a commercial series not long ago with uh, actor Paul Giamatti, who's a fantastic actor, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's playing a financial advisor. And he, he, it's a car commercial, oddly enough, right? I don't know if you saw yeah. those or not, huh. but he, he gets a phone call from his client and he goes, Hey, and he goes, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm driving in my new car. And he's like, your new car. Uh, you know, and so his panic is, is that he's, and I think he's supposed to be like a really famous guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's thinking he bought a Lamborghini or something like that. So that winds up being a Volkswagen or whatever it is. And it's, it's like, Oh, this is really great. Right. But you know, every time I see stuff like that, I always think about, you know, if think about you, (laughs) yeah. You know, it's like, how does that affect? And your advisor going, you would have, you did what? You did what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so there's just a quick little pause there. It's like, Oh, you bought something really affordable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, our emotions are certainly uh, can be our own worst enemy. Uh, Let's go to number eight here. Tax implications. So we're going to circle back around to it because, Mm -hmm. as I said, with the the first podcast uh, last week, when we talked about income, I mean, they're going to run neck and neck, Phil, for a lot of this. Right. Because we got to have money coming in to live by. We got to pay for food and we got the lights on and, and go out to eat and whatever the case is. But you want to be efficient and effective with your tax strategy and not just like leaving a legacy to like when you're gone, but just how it's affecting things. Right. Because your Social Security uh, is going to be, you know, the amount of income you're pulling in, that's going to affect the Social Security. So there's a lot of tax levers that get kind of moved. Absolutely. And I, I always tell clients when we're walking through this and even in the class, I'll draw it out where, you know, you've got the retirement trifecta, so to speak. You've got income. Okay. Everyone's got some kind of income, at least Social Security at a minimum. Everyone has that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a pension. What are your income sources? And, and you're going to have assets. Okay, you, you know, got so income. Work, you got assets. are your assets positioned? The three tax buckets, taxable, tax deferred, tax free. And then you have taxes. And, and as you move one, it moves the other and change it. I mean, so it, it's it's the combination of those three. The intersection of the three of those together, I mean, there's a perfect plan for you. But understand how that works. I mean, if you need... You talked about buying something, right? You need, you're going to buy a boat, a car, whatever it is, and you just go to the bank or go to your investments and pull it all out of an IRA. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be a much different scenario than if you had a Roth IRA, you know, yeah. or if it was in a taxable investment. And, you know, so, I mean, you just have to understand what is the tax effect of these decisions. And that's why planning is key. Yeah. Think, and most of us don't. Ahead, have the strategy to understand this is what it looks like. How do we? best minimize it long term. So Well, I think most of us don't feel most of us go taxes are something I got to deal with. So I'm going to make, you know, move X, Y, and Z and I'll just, you know, whatever the tax implication is, I'll just deal with it. Right. Yep. But if we just did a little bit of work with someone and, and, and especially if it's not something that we're keen on, then we might find out that the implications from X, Y, and Z's move mm-hmm. is not nearly as painful as, as we, it was going to be. I mean, right. even if you're saving yourself 10 or 10% or who knows what the number might be, but right. That's money you're keeping in retirement, right? So yep. why not? Yeah, I mean, and, and again, from a tax standpoint, you're talking about those little moves. We run through a scenario of somebody in a 12% bracket, you know, that um, has capital gains that year, let's say, you know, and they decide to take an extra $10,000 out of their IRA. Well, if you run the math on that for the right scenario, and a lot of people get caught in this, you can actually pay 50% in taxes because you pay 12% on the distribution. That's true. But that extra distribution now causes the 12% tax on 85% of your social security. And now the IRA distribution plus the 85% of social security 
added together, go into the tax equation and push then potentially the capital gains above the zero threshold mm -hmm. to the 15% capital gains rate. So all of a sudden, if you add the math up on that little scenario, it's really bad news if you didn't think this through ahead of time and, and actually plan this out to understand, hey, I've got Social Security, I've got my taxes. You know, if I do this, this is going to be the true tax cost. Yeah. That, that's yeah. one of those. I had no idea. You know, I thought it was I had no idea. Bracket. Yeah. I just, you know, took yeah. it out and go to your taxes done that year. And you're going to say, what? I owe what? How did that yeah, happen? I've been doing it on the show this past couple of weeks because my wife's been playing this little game on her phone when mm -hmm. she's, uh, you know, waiting on the dogs to dry or something after she's given them a bath. And, and she has to move these levers and, and a lever okay. makes another lever move. And it's just a puzzle game. Right. Yeah. And, but that's exactly what retirement planning is like in a lot of cases, yes. because it's like, OK, this one's going to move these two that are three steps down. Uh, yes. But then I need to move this. OK, you know what I mean? So it's like trying to figure out the right combination. And that's yep. where, again, our topic is universal truths that affect all of us. Taxes clearly going to affect all of us. But right. how the individual lever gets pulled for each person is going to be different from, you know, again, person to person. So right. it's really important to have those conversations with your financial professional. So that was number eight. Yep. Uh, number nine, retirement doesn't mean complete disengagement from work. Mm -hmm. 70s, the new 50, you know, yeah. 60s, the new 35, you know, whatever it is. Yep. But I mean, I, I think about I'm, I'm 52 uh, next week, Phil. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I look at pictures of my dad at 52 not not even in the same hemisphere right yeah. he looks like an old man i look you know not like an old man <laughs> but you know so but you don't it's look like, like an old man so and, and and so you know we're you can be more active right so again right. it's the work optional conversation uh and, and again that's i know that's the new buzzword now is work yeah. optional yeah but it's like if you want to do things and it doesn't have to be a job that necessarily pays you money, you could, you could call it work just because you're going to the, the local dog shelter and volunteering your time, but whatever it is, it doesn't mean disengagement right. if you don't want it to. Right. Well, that's what I always tell clients. I said, retirement isn't quitting. Retirement right. means you're working on your own terms to me. I mean, that, that is yeah. truly retirement. It, it means work's optional, you know, you know, kind of the big phrase now, but yeah, it, it yeah. is truly saying I'm financially independent. And I always tell my clients, and this is one of my, my favorite discussions to have, especially when somebody's thinking, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to work or, you know, I might have to work a couple more years. And as you run through the math, you say, you know what, you might actually be able to retire today, actually, if yeah. you run the math, it, it looks okay. In fact, right. I'm meeting with a client later this afternoon that that was her scenario when she came to me. She was really stressed out thinking, you know, I'd like to retire in a couple of years. I don't know if this is going to work. And as we're working this through, I, I told her, yeah, you actually could retire today if you want. So I said, if, you know, if you go into work tomorrow and they tick you off, just say, Hey, I'm done. You know, put I, I want to see the, uh, I really want to see that face. I want to see the face on I somebody know, when you tell them that. Yeah. Cause it's gotta be pretty cool. Oh yeah. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, I mean, here's right. the math. I mean, yeah. You know, but you, most people don't really understand. Do people get taller after that happens? Yeah. After you say that to them, do they, I got all sorts of little fuzz on me. Do they get taller? They kind of raise up and they go, yeah. I can retire tomorrow. Right. So it's, cause it's like <laughs> this, right. this imaginary weight comes off, you know? Yep. Exactly. That's so cool. So, that's very yeah, cool. And that's my favorite part of the job really is, is yeah. working with a client and being able to tell somebody that is cool Yeah. because now that, that stress is off. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've had it before where I remember a school teacher once that I, I worked with and still work with. But when we were doing her planning, that's her thought. You know, she was thinking a couple of years down the road and, and we were running the math. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you, re you could retire today if you wanted. 
Hmm. And she's like, no, I mean, I really enjoy the job. I said, that's fine. You know, just letting you know, this is where you're at. Yeah. And six months later, she called me up and she said, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Great. I'm out of here. Let's plan for it. We're, you know, yeah. it, it works. So. Well, you know, Murphy's Law is always doing something to us, right? So I was making the joke about being an old man and not being as old as my dad. And while we're talking, I got gray hair falling out on my shirt, on my black shirt for those that are watching us. So for the listeners, they're like, what in the world's going on over there? It's, you know, that's right, that's right. Murphy's Law is going, ha ha, I shall get you, right? Uh, you're, so, you're not old. What are you talking well, about? Well, but that's the universal thing, right? That is, right. is that something's always going to happen too, right? So if we're talking about universal truth, yes. something is always going to happen that's going to derail things to a degree, right? So having right. at least a good road roadmap or a good strategy helps us kind of get back on, uh, you know, to the straight and narrow, whatever that might be for our right. individual situation, a little quicker, possibly. Yeah, um, have, have a, a stress test run on yeah. various scenarios because things are going to happen. Yeah, so. things are definitely going to happen. Right. Uh, so let's do the last one. Number 10 on our list, uh, top 10 here, things to think about that are universal truths that can affect us all in retirement mm -hmm. is estate planning is not just for the Rockefellers. It is not for the Vanderbilts. Uh, it was a number of years ago, Phil, I think that people were still not even that far ago that people were probably still going, oh, right. you have a financial advisor. You must be wealthy. Right. That's right. You know, it's like, no, you know, you know, do you have a guy? No, I don't have a guy. I'm not I'm not rich enough. You should get a gal. You should get a guy. You should you know, something like that. Right. 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 And that's not the case. It's the same thing with estate planning or even a trust or whatever right. it is that you might need. Uh, it, you don't have to be mega rich for that right now. It's absolutely there's a lot of reasons to do this. Yeah, I mean, have, have a plan to understand it. I mean, the biggest reason, even if you don't have the 13 plus million that you would need to have a quote unquote estate tax issue, right? right? And that's for one right. person. Right. And that's what most people are thinking of. But the reality is if you have a lot of your money in that middle bucket, that tax deferred bucket, and you pass mm -hmm. away, money's still going to be there typically. I mean, it's not all going to be spent through RMDs. And if your kids inherit that, what does that look like for them? You know, and when we're running through this scenario with clients or even a surviving spouse, we talked about that widow's penalty of that increased tax exposure. Yeah. You know, what does it look like for them? I mean, to me, that's more the estate planning side of it, too, is understanding, well, the estate tax. Yeah, that isn't going to hit a very people. Few, yeah. few people. Right. It, that being said, just be careful, because that's one of the pieces in the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that could come back around to us where that yes. gets lowered. And that gets lowered. Yeah. Right. So who knows where that, you know, to be to be determined, let's say. Right. Let's, let's hold yep. out on that. But for most people, the estate tax side of it isn't the reason. It's more number one income taxes, understanding what that looks like. Mm -hmm. But then really understanding how do you want this to happen? You know, how, well, there's how privacy want, things, concerns to right. take into account. There's control issues to take into yeah. account. Uh, you don't want it necessarily be to public and go to probate. You know, right. it takes yeah. time, attorney fees, and it's all public to, to whoever wants to look it up. Yeah. yeah. Control. Yep. So. You could have multiple marriages. You could have multiple <laughs> children from multiple marriages. You want to deal some things out in different ways, and you don't want it to be necessarily – you know, everybody knows everybody else's business. I mean, there's lots of ways right. to think about it, right? So, I mean, if you have one of your kids doesn't handle finances as well as the others, and you know that, so you want to help protect them. I mean, yeah, there's ways to set it up for that, especially if you have kids that are special needs. Yeah, you know, and you're trying to to position some money for them, you've got to be very careful. I mean, if they have Medicare, you know, they've got Medicaid, even. Yeah, you know, you don't want to take away some of their benefits that they have because now they inherited a little bit of money. Well, and I, and know, I think so we should probably, places that come into that, so. we should probably highlight again for those folks who, 
you know, if you're thinking about doing so, like even just the basics of, of naming somebody uh, in control of whatever that might be, even with right. your own family members or whatever, be careful. Really think about yes. the person that you're naming, mm-hmm. because I know, again, every time people say, well, my kids won't do this or my family won't do that. I, I just talked with an advisor earlier today who shared a story about a woman's son. I mean, basically, she gave him all the powers of attorney for things and, and so on and so forth, which means he had access to her retirement funds. And he bled her dry, you know, his own mother. Right. Yeah. And she was still around. It wasn't like she was gone. And then she's like, hey, how come I'm broke? You know, right. uh, wait a minute. You you hadn't been coming to the meetings and your son had been handling everything. Right. So you, you've got to also have there's got to be some personal responsibility in thinking about who you're putting in place and right. having some protections for yourself. Yeah. I mean, and estate planning, too, involves even if you don't need necessarily the trust and all the things that go with that. To me, make sure you've got the durable, the medical powers of attorney, the living will. I mean, those are some key documents that are estate planning Yep. that some of them aren't even financial. I mean, the durable power of attorney, that's more financial. But the other ones are vital documents to have in your in your estate plan yep. that everyone needs. I don't care exactly. how much money you have. You know, and beyond that, estate planning isn't just a one time, oh, I've done it. Right. Look at this every year. Beneficiary designations. I can't stress that enough. Understand yeah. who your beneficiaries are on all the accounts. Revisit it on a regular basis to make sure that, you know, the insurance company, the custodian, whoever it is, hasn't messed up, maybe, you yeah. know, or just that something hasn't changed. Exactly. You know? I mean, if somebody's passed away or there's a new grandchild born or whatever the case is, it's time to re- revisit all that to understand do I need to make positioning changes of those assets, beneficiary designations? So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it's something that you always need to come back and look at on a regular basis. Well, as you said, it's a universal thing, even if it's just some yep. of the basic pieces that you got to get covered, right? So, right. that was our topic really for the last two weeks was some universal mm-hmm. truths that affect us all in retirement uh, because we're humans, because we're alive, and these things are just going to pop up. So, we got to deal with some of them, and uh, and then how they work individually. Oh, that's the uniqueness of getting a strategy put together with a financial professional that's going to help you with what it is that you need because your situation is different from your neighbors and so on and so forth. So if you're in and around the Michigan area and you want to talk with Phil, and even if you're not, he's available. So just reach out to him. Give him a jingle. If you're checking out the podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us. We'd certainly appreciate that. Just hit the little subscribe button on uh, Apple or Google or Spotify uh, or YouTube. Uh, You know, subscribe on YouTube. I think it's the heart button on the other audio apps. So yeah, yeah, whichever one kind of floats your boat, share it with others who might benefit from the podcast. We're on episode so 201. Uh, so we certainly appreciate you hanging around with us. And hopefully should have brought you know, the big cake out with all the candles. Yeah, we probably should have done that. <laughs> uh, and, and maybe hopefully you pick up some useful nuggets of information along the way that's been beneficial for you. So again, we appreciate your time as always. Don't forget to subscribe. And we'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Phil? Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.